This is WCNO, Palm City, the good news station. West of Old England, a WCNO corporate underwriter, has the best in equestrian and western wear from head to toe for both horse and rider. They are your Wrangler, Pro Rodeo, and Horseman headquarters with an expanded woman's department. Also an expanded boot department with Georgia, Justin, and Wolverine boots. West of Old England is located in the Bruner Plaza, 650 Southeast Monterey Road, halfway between US-1 and Canner Highway. West of Old England. G4 Summer Camp is here. Ten weeks of Super Summer Camp has already started. Free breakfast and lunch. Drop off as early as 6.30 a.m. and pick up as late as 6 p.m. Huge AC game room, slime wars, water days, field trips, swimming, movies, bowling, parks, beaches, museums, cultural exhibits, laser tag, board games, video games, and much, much more. Every Friday there is a fantastic theme party. G4 Summer Camp is located at 3891 Edwards Road in Fort Pierce, Florida, right in the heart of St. Lucie County. Easy access to I-95 and the Turnpike. Ten weeks of kid-tested fun has already begun. Space is still available, but limited. For registration or more information, the number is 772-464-1597. That number again is 772-464-1597. Ignite Your World Incorporated, Truth Church, and all of its affiliate ministries thank Automotive Retention Services for their underwriting support of this program. Automotive Retention Services, with 25 years of experience, specialize in buying, selling, and trading cars, trucks, specialty vehicles, and classics. With today's technology, we can help anyone get exactly what they want. We can sign vehicles and list on eBay. Located in Lake Park, Florida, off North Lake Boulevard, serving Martin, Palm Beach, and Broward County. For more information, we can be reached at ExtremeValueAuto.com or you can reach us at 561-201-6050. That number again is 561-201-6050. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. Somebody say, I'm living free. I'm living free. Come on, say it like you mean it this morning. I'm living free. That is a good place to be. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. We're going to get back into our series this morning on living free. And really excited about what God's been teaching us. How many of you are starting to understand what it means to be free, 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 free at last? Amen. About two of you. Let me try it again. I said, how many of you are really understanding what it means to be free, free, free at last? I've really been enjoying the series that we've been in because, you know, just, I don't know, when you just kind of, you just kind of focus in on like one thing that comes out of the Word of God and you just really like give your attention to it, 
It's like you really just get revelation in the area of your life, and you begin to live it in a way you never thought you could live it before. And when we talk about freedom, that's a good place to live. Amen? I like to sing about freedom. I like to talk about freedom. I like to preach about freedom. I like to hang out with people that are free. How I mean, you know, don't like to hang out with anybody that's all bound up? Hmm? I got two honest people in the house today. It's fun to be around free people, man. They're just free in the Lord and got the blessings of God in their life, man. And when they talk, man, it just brings peace to your spirit. And it's just, you, you just want to be around them. I just love living free. Amen. Our text today is in Zechariah chapter 3, uh, beginning in verse 1. And uh, this was not our text, but I was hanging out with a friend last night, and we got to talking. So I kind of changed our sermon around a little bit this morning. Uh, we are, however, staying in Zechariah, so I just thought we would uh, we'd camp out there through this series, and we'll be in Zechariah again next week when we wrap the series up. Zechariah chapter 3, beginning in verse 1, and then it says, Then he showed me Joshua, the high priest, standing before the angel of the Lord, and Satan standing at his right hand to oppose him. And the Lord said to Satan, The Lord rebuke you, Satan. The Lord who has chosen Jerusalem rebuke you. Is this not a brand plucked from the fire? Now Joshua was clothed with filthy garments and was standing before the angel. And then he answered and spoke to those who stood before him, saying, Take away the filthy garments from him. And to him he said, See, I have removed your iniquity from you, and I will clothe you with rich robes. Somebody say rich robes. And I will clothe you with rich robes. And I said, let them put a clean turban on his head. So they put a clean turban on his head, and they put the clothes on him. And the angel of the Lord stood by. Now, if you've been here uh, on Wednesday nights, we've been in the book of Romans forever. We've spent about five weeks in Romans chapter 8. And uh, we've just been kind of camping out in Romans. We did start Romans chapter 9 Wednesday night. But uh, if you don't come on Wednesday, I want to encourage you to come because what we're doing on Wednesday is a college-level class on the book of Romans, and we really dig into the scripture. And if you ever wonder what it would be like to get a college education on a book in the Bible, come on Wednesday night uh, because you'll learn something. Amen? It's a, there's a lot of meat in, in when we dig into the scripture that we just don't have time to get into on Sunday. But one of the theme verses that we've had in Romans chapter 8 that goes right along with what we're talking about in this series on Living 3 is Romans chapter 8, verse 1. Amen, and all of us should be very familiar with that. There is therefore, somebody say therefore, now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. Everybody repeat this with me. No condemnation. No condemnation. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the abilities and the giftings to preach and teach. Lord, I thank you for the anointing that's been put on my life this morning to bring your word. Lord, I pray that the words I speak this morning are the words of the Holy Spirit. Lord, that they impart truth to us, that they bring revelation to us. Lord, that they cause us to be wiser than we ever thought we could be. That Lord, that we're able to walk in places we never thought we could walk and do things that we never thought we could do. Father, I thank you, God, that your word changes us from the inside out, that it causes us to be more like you. And Lord, in this journey of our life, God, as we are gathered here today in the name of Jesus, I thank you for the impartation, God, of truth. Let it change us, Lord. Lord, give us ears to hear. Lord, I bind every distraction in this house, Lord. Lord, uh, the, the coming in and going out, doors opening and shutting, phones going off. Lord, I bind anything that would take away from your holy word this morning. 
And Lord, I pray, God, that we can sit and listen this morning without being distracted and that this truth would reign in us like never before. And I declare that in the name of Jesus. Everybody said no condemnation. One of the things we've been discussing for the last few weeks is just really how messy life can be. I mean, it's messy sometimes out there. Amen. Come on. Amen. There's a bumper sticker that we see going up and down US 1 that I can't really repeat here in church, but when you read it, we understand that things happen. Hmm? Come on now. And we sometimes find ourselves in overwhelming situations and difficult situations, places of pressure, pressure points, places where it feels like we're going to break sometimes and it feels like we're just not going to make it through sometimes. And the book of Romans says that it's very easy for us to end up in situations where we have things that we intend to do, but we don't ever do them. And the very things that we want to do, we find ourselves always struggling to get them done, but we never get them done. How many ever found out that sometimes in life you get what you want and then you don't want what you got? Hmm? Isn't that how it goes sometimes? We struggle sometimes to, to, to try to get some stuff or obtain a few things and only to find out the things that we really wanted aren't the things that we really wanted after all, after we got them. And that just kind of cycles through our lives sometimes. There's been many of us who have made all kinds of promises to God. God, I'll never do that again. God, I'll never say that again. God, I'll never go to that place again. And, 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 and I just wonder how many of us in here have ever prayed that prayer. Come on, if we're being honest, we ought to all raise our hand. God, I promise I'll never do that again, only to find ourselves doing it again. Only to find ourselves saying it again. Only to find ourselves going there again. Visiting the same thing again. It's not unusual that we're like that because most of the people that we read about in the Bible were like that too. I got good news. Some of the heroes of faith that we talk about were like that in the Bible. I mean, you know, that I told you before, you know, there's some things I would have never put in the Bible. God just exposed some people in the Bible, didn't he? Amen. But how many know the Bible is a book of tremendous transparency and tremendous truth? It tells the truth no matter how bad it looks sometimes. Amen? It's transparent from cover to cover. You know, God could have just showed us all the perfect people in there. But he didn't. He showed us the people that he used that were imperfect. Much like us. I mean, that's a good thing. Amen? I mean, there's one lady that he talks about in the Bible, and every time her name is mentioned and her occupation is mentioned right along with it. Rahab the harlot. Every time the Bible talks about Rahab, it mentions the fact that she was a prostitute and how she was one of the great heroes of faith. You'll find her name in uh, Hebrews chapter 11, right along with Moses and David. There's Moses, there's David, and Rahab the harlot. The Bible gives us our great heroes of faith, and they all had issues. Moses, who, who had an anger problem. I mean, he was a very angry man. So angry, in fact, that it kept him out of the promised land. Something that he had worked towards his whole life. David had a lust issue his entire life and could never overcome it. He, he died with that thing. Sin that was living on the inside of him. Elijah dealt with depression and wanted to commit suicide. Come on, let's be real this morning. Amen. Jonah quit his ministry and tried to run away from God and said, God, I had enough. I ain't going to do it no more. Hmm? Peter, one of the disciples, said, God, I'll be with you all the way till the end. And Jesus said, Peter, you don't even know who you are. You don't know what you're talking about. Before the rooster crows, you're going you're gonna to ditch me three times. Hmm? Stay the same through the ages.
Bob Tarbis again. We will get back to today's message with Pastor Jason in just a moment. But first, I want to take this opportunity to tell you about some exciting ways that you can support the Revealing Truth radio show. As many of you know, there are substantial costs to producing, editing, and airing a broadcast program. So in an effort to offset some of these costs, we are looking for radio partners that have a desire to see this program continue every day. Our goal is to raise the monthly support needed to keep this message on the air. Maybe you can commit to $5 per month, maybe $20, or even $100 per month. I ask that you pray and seek the Lord for what you can do. You may just want to make a one-time gift for any amount, or you may want to have underwriting spots on the program. If you hear the call from the Lord to partner with us, please contact Beverly Young at 772-461-8555. Again, please contact Beverly Young at 772-461-8555. Thank you so much for whatever you can do to keep us on the air. And now, let's get back to this timely message with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. I mean, a lot of times we don't even know ourselves. We're not in touch with who we really are. Sometimes when we pass judgment on other people and we look through those judging eyes at other people for the mistakes that they've made, we don't realize what we would do if the same circumstances were in our own lives. Hmm? Amen? That's why the Bible teaches, and we fail to realize sometimes, that our heart is above everything most deceitful. Hmm. I might be giving some of y'all too much truth today because y'all are awfully quiet. Hmm? In other words, we not, only, we not only fool everybody around us, but we fool ourselves. And we believe our own press release. We believe our own thing that we're giving out to everybody else so that they know what to think about us. And we start believing that stuff. Amen? And, and we get tempted to believe the things that aren't even really true about us because we want to look at ourselves in the best possible light sometimes. Not only that, but how many of you recognize we have an accuser? Hmm? There's an enemy out there that seeks to constantly accuse us of things that have gone wrong in our lives. He's right there to remind us of how many times we've failed. The Bible says night and day he seeks to accuse. He seeks to bring accusation. And watch this. While he can no longer have access to the throne of God and accuse us before God, now he's known as the accuser of the brethren and he accuses us to each other. He's right there quick to point out the faults of somebody you're supposed to be in love with. Hmm? In other words, he keeps saying things like this. You did it. They did it. You know you're guilty. Why even bother? Why get up and get ready for church this morning? You know what you did. Everybody's going to know what you've done. Hmm? Come on, somebody. How many know you'd feel a lot better if you just went out and got a bumper sticker and put it on the back of your car and said, I'm guilty? Just drive around. I'm guilty. I did it. That's right. It's me. <laughs> amen. Come on, amen. Because all the stuff we try to explain that we didn't do, we really did do. And if we didn't do it, we thought about doing it. Come on. All the things that we try to excuse, we really did do it. And the quicker I can say, Lord, you're right. That is in my heart. The quicker I can get healed from that stuff. And the quicker we can get deliverance. I recognize you really didn't grow up looking acceptable to God. I know that might shock some of you. 
but you really didn't grow up looking acceptable to God. You were on your way to hell, minding your own business, and God interrupted your journey to hell and said, hold up, I got something for you. You need to follow me. I got a plan for you. Come on, let's just be honest this morning. You didn't have it all together. You were a mess. We were low down, rotten, dirty, rotten scoundrels full of all kinds of self-centeredness and pride and greediness and mischief. And Jesus come along and said, you know what? I love you too much to let you continue on in that mess. Let me rescue you and why don't you just follow me? And ever since then, you've been on a journey of a new life that's been changing you from the inside out. And it's been causing us to be more like him. Somebody say, more like him. And so when the enemy comes to accuse us, and in fact, a, a lot of the times we find ourselves living behind masks, don't we? We just put on a mask that we want people to see and, and what we want to show people. We really celebrate Halloween every week, if we're being honest. We see it in the church. That we call them masquerading saints. We should all get them little black things and just wear them around our eyes when we come in. We go to church and have a masquerade party. Come on, somebody. Amen. We, we come in church, put on our church clothes, and believed it because we, we've put on church clothes, and all of a sudden everything's going to be all right on the inside of us. But no, 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 no. It's not different. God's still working on the inside of you. Amen? How many of you come to realize that just because you got cleaned up for church, there's still some stuff going on the inside of your heart that only Jesus can take care of? And when we're challenged by the accusations of our adversary, what he comes to do is paralyze us in our faith. See, the devil really doesn't have any power over you. Jesus stripped him of all that power 2,000 years ago. The only thing he can do to you is lie to you and convince you that he has power over you. And if he can do that, he can paralyze your faith. That's why your shield is called the shield of faith. Because it's the shield that blocks the attack of the enemy. It's your faith that makes you understand that it's all a big fat lie. See, all the enemy's arrows and darts are lies. Hmm. Faith is so important. You know, 1 John chapter 3 tells us that if our heart condemns us not, we have confidence before God. And we can ask whatever we want and he'll do it. I mean, if you invert that verse and teach it, then it must mean that if our heart does condemn us, we lose confidence. So if you walk around being condemned, then you ain't got no confidence before God. This just sounds so simple, but it's right. So when I stand before God, I really don't believe that the things will happen in my life because I've been under condemnation, and I really don't think things are going to work out too well for me because I don't have any confidence that they will. In fact, I become very pessimistic in the way that I approach my life because I realize now my own heart is continually condemning me over what I've done and over my past or over where I've been, over what I said or where I missed it or where I blew it. And I have no confidence before God. How I many you know that our adversary makes sure that you're reminded continually of how many times you've blown it? Sometimes he'll keep you awake all night to remind you of how many times you've blown it. That you, you're reminded continually that you're not worthy and, and you don't deserve it and you're not good enough and you're not qualified and you've made a mess out of your life and you don't measure up and you're never going to fulfill the destiny that God's put on you. How I many know the enemy of your life is constantly speaking that garbage into your heart? And then all of a sudden, we come to situations in life where we're dealing adversity out of the blue. And because we haven't had any confidence for, before God, something that we weren't expecting shows up. Cancer shows up. Disease shows up. 
Bankruptcy shows up. Sudden economic reversal in our life shows up. A marriage issue, a child, a wayward teenager. Something big happens in our life, and then all of a sudden we begin to fall apart and we can't handle the pressure. And we say, well, I didn't parent right. I didn't do right. I, I didn't save right. I didn't put my money away right. I didn't manage my money. I didn't manage my marriage right. Somehow I didn't take care of my stuff right. And while we may have done a few things wrong, our adversary will add to the things that we did and make sure he knows that what a failure we are. He comes to beat us down and put us in a position under condemnation where we believe God will never help us again, where we believe God will never give us a second chance again, or God will never let us get up from where we are, and the only Christian life we'll have will be the one that's right in front of us, a miserable existence of barely hanging on and getting to church on Sunday, but never living the overcoming life. Does anybody understand what I'm talking about this morning? I've come to tell somebody today, God is not leaving you where you are. I've come to pull you up out of your chair that you've been sitting in, your chair of condemnation, and let you know that God is not against you. He's for you. He's not on the opposite side of your life. He's on your side of life. He's not in a boxing ring trying to knock you out. He's the coach in your corner declaring you how you can win. He's telling you to jab here and duck there and punch there. He's pulling for you, and he's telling you how to live a life. An overcoming life. Because God wants to do something supernatural in your life. He wants to do something exceedingly, abundantly, beyond all you could ever ask or think. And it's the trick of the enemy and the tool of religion to keep you bound in condemnation. To keep you stuck in that mess. Come on, hang on. I'm trying to go somewhere this morning. Listen, you know, religion, church, church life in some churches that are full of religion is to put you in a box and restrict you to make you look like some kind of a cookie-cutter Christian so you look like, talk like, and act like everybody else that's from that same sect of people. That's what religion does. And whoever the pastor is, is everybody follows them around and pastor worships them. It's sickening. I mean, Jesus is not trying to make you like your pastor. And he's not trying to make you like the church. He's not trying to make me like my favorite evangelist on TV. Do I have to state the obvious? He's trying to make me like Jesus. Touch somebody and say he's trying to make you like Jesus. Is everybody all right? So in our passage today, we're dealing with two leaders. Here, one of them is named Joshua. Everybody say Joshua. Joshua was the religious leader of the day in a place called Babylon. They returned to Jerusalem to rebuild the city after it had been torn down. And it's a picture of God trying to restore a life that had been torn down. Remember, I talked to you last week about how the Old Testament is in types and shadows and pictures that the... The New Testament was hidden in the Old Testament, and the Old Testament is revealed through the New Testament. And the rebuilding of Jerusalem, the rebuilding of the city, is a picture of God trying to rebuild somebody's life that had been messed up or torn down. Not only is there a guy named Joshua in the story, if you read the whole passage, there's another guy named Zerubbabel. Everybody say Zerubbabel. I like the way that feels coming off your tongue. Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel was the government leader or the governor Joshua was the spiritual leader. They were both leaders. I mean, this is good news for everybody today because the truth is, is everybody's messed up. We've all messed up. Amen? And God's in the rebuilding part of it. Amen? 
Sometimes it becomes very easy for self-righteous people to believe all of our problems are here because of the government. Mm -hmm. The government messed everything up. I mean, you know, it's easy to blame what's going on down on Avenue D in the streets at 3 o'clock in the morning and blame that on the government. Because Washington didn't get it right. Because most of us don't like to take personal responsibility for the neighborhoods that we live in. Hmm? Most of us don't like to take personal responsibility for the lives that we live. It's a whole lot easier to cast blame on somebody else, isn't it? Well, you made me, and you did, and you said. So we want to always say, you know, well, Obama did it. The government did it. The Supreme Court did it and changed everything. Took prayer out of the school. Well, why weren't you down there praying? Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday, right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth. Revealing Truth and Ignite Your World Incorporated thanks Joey's Cafe for their underwriting support of this week's broadcast. Joey's Cafe is a family-owned and operated breakfast, lunch, and dinner experience specializing in affordable home-cooked meals. Joey's Cafe is located at 6650 South Highway 1, St. Lucie Square Plaza, a mile and a half north of Prima Vista Boulevard. Night Your World Incorporated and Truth Church thanks Revelation, Paint, and Auto Body for their underwriting support of this program. Specializing in all types of bodywork, painting, from minor fender benders to complete body restoration. 44 years of paint and auto body experience. No vehicle too small or too big. From motorcycles to semis, we handle them all. Cars, trucks, buses, and tractors. Revelation Paint and Auto Body deals with all insurance companies. For estimating our questions, the office line is 772-467-9826. Jody will be right there to answer all your questions. Revelation Paint and Auto Body is located off US-1 across from the Farmer's Market, 350 Dickerson Drive, Fort Pierce, Florida. Revelation Paint and Auto Body, where Jesus is Lord. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries Thanks, Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. 
For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org. Are you winning or losing in the game of life? Do you even know where to find the rules of the game? There are things you do that make life work and things that cause it to come apart. I'm Ronald Dart. Tune in for Born to Win, Sunday morning at 7, Saturday morning at 6.30, right here on FM 89.9 WCNO. And visit us online at borntowin.net. Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Welcome to Family Matters, a daily look inside the real world of parents and their children. 